Welcome to Don't Tell Mama, where we spill the sweet tea on all things Southern. I'm Mandy. I'm Leah. I'm Katie. And you're listening to Don't Tell Mama. Now we are ready to rip off the mask and travel again. This is why we've waited to do any episode related to travel these days, because we just didn't want to talk about travel when we still could not travel. And you all know, when we started the podcast, there was no traveling to be had. (laughs) So, So what better way to grow our desire to travel than to talk to some fellow travelers? So in this series, we're going to think about and talk to other fellow Mississippians who have some wanderlust in their heart and like to travel and to have been to some interesting places. So we all, you know, we all certainly have our own perspectives when it comes to leaving the state. And, you know, sometimes just being in our state kind of makes us feel like we're in another country anyway. (laughs) So today we're going to, you know, talk about that a little bit and talk a little bit about the subject of travel. So I'd like to introduce a friend I met through the fantastic online teacher community on Instagram uh, when we were really active with VIP kids. She is a fellow Mississippi girl and a foodie. So today we'd like to welcome Kimberly. Hello, hello, hello. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) We are so excited to have you because we definitely like travel. We definitely like food on this podcast a hundred percent when I heard you are foodie I got really excited (laughs) I am a person who enjoys the food yeah and I will tell you later on I will tell you about my secret hack I've discovered in the last month or so oh I am looking forward to that the anticipation anticipation. (laughs) we are here for it for sure So we got to start out with our, our tried and true guest introduction question. So what is the most Southern thing that has ever happened to you? Well, I, I'm so glad that I had this question ahead of time because it allowed me to pontificate on all the ridiculous Southern, Southern things that have happened to me in my life as I'm, I'm a fourth generation Mississippian at least. So I spent a lot of my childhood in Clark County. If somebody wants to look up them on the map, in a little, my grandparents lived in Clark County and they lived in Pachuta, Mississippi, not to be confused with Shabuta, Mississippi, which is right next door. And they're both in Clark County. So I was sitting on the porch with my big mama and um, I don't know, I was loafing. I wasn't doing nothing. She was probably actually like shelling peas and like actually working, but I was a baby girl. So nobody made me do anything. And they hadn't farmed, farmed in a really long time. Like they had like a cow and a mule and a horse, but all the, I mean, I was the, a younger grandchild. Like they had grandchildren that were in college, right? So they weren't like, but they still had, they still grew vegetables and stuff like that. And I never, in fact, I did not have a vegetable out of a store until I was like 15. Like I didn't have, I, I think I did not have jelly out of a store and we lived in the capital city of Mississippi. I need for people to understand it. I did not have jelly out of a store until I was probably 20. Oh, wow. I, oh, it was, wow. I was probably yeah. 20 years old. 
I mean, maybe at the McDonald's for the biscuit packet, but but like a jar of jelly. My grandmother made it or my aunt made it. So how disappointed in it were you the first time you had it from a store? Pretty, pretty sad. It was pretty, it was a sad day. I was like, is this what people are eating out in the wild? You're like, "Mm -hmm, never mind. Uh, And then I just, at that point, I just made my uh, aunt ship me jelly because I was not participating in whatever was happening on the outside. So we're sitting on the porch and my grandmother is sitting with her friend, Miss Pie. Pie. I don't know Miss Pie's name until, I still don't know her name. I've been to her funeral and I'm not sure I read her name. So my grandmother's name was Tina and it was Tina and Pie. Mm-hmm. And they kind of looked like sisters. They were real pale. They had really dark hair. And, uh-huh. um, but Miss Pie was always dressed up. I remember my, mother, my grandmother was sharp, but she's shelling peas. Miss Pie may show up in my grandmother's house with like pearls and some gloves on. And we were like, what kind of life does she live in? <laughs> anyway. So, and I'm going to mix up which, what happened first. I'm going to mix up who was chasing who. Either the mule got out of the barn and started chasing the horse, or the horse got out of the barn and started chasing the mule. <laughs> I don't know what who was chasing who. So my grandmother, who was a grandmother with grandchildren in college now, mm-hmm. I am a mm-hmm. young grandchild, has to get up, because my grandfather's not there, and has to run to the field with a two by four that you know how you know how farms are and stuff lying everywhere mm-hmm. and now keep them, the horse and the mule were both old as well because they have been they were just hanging out hanging out at the house and everybody's just waiting to die at this point so my grandmother is screaming <laughs> trying to get them apart miss pie her dearest friend in the world never got up never tried to help because what is she in pearls or something ridiculous? <laughs> and she's screaming, Tina, be careful. Tina, be careful. And my seven-year-old son was like, are you supposed to help me? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a kid, you're an adult. What you doing? <laughs> and she never moved. She oh just my kept goodness. screaming, Tina, be careful. <laughs> she's offering her moral support from the porch. <laughs> in her pearls and gloves <laughs> oh my goodness she was it. always she was always not dressed she was always dressed a smidge better than you're supposed to be for what the event was <laughs> you're like why? like sunday best for a normal day every day <laughs> you're like we're at the store it's the piggly wiggly why do you have on pumps oh my gosh we should That's all aspire my... to be oh, like man. you should oh, all aspire man. to be like miss pie yes oh, for sure yes for i sure. love it I now I have to call my mother and ask mama what was Miss Pie's real name because I don't know. I have some like that too. We need to know now. (laughs) Yep, I I had an Uncle Pie on my uh, great Uncle Pie on my. um, What was his real name? I have no clue. I have no clue. I don't know. But he he was a caterer in South Mississippi and Biloxi for a long time and. The only reason right. I remember that is because I had a, a conversation with my mom and she, I went through all of her recipes at Christmas time and, and I found an article and there was a recipe from him in there and it said pies, pies, shrimp, Creole or something like that. You know what I mean? And in the top, on the very top, he says, don't mess it up. <laughs> oh, he's a caterer. Handwritten. He's like, don't mess this up. Nope. I was like, okay that's good to know so I, yeah. I, I took a picture of that one because I loved it I thought it was funny 
but I have no clue. I just, I just know that he was a great uncle or cousin or something. And his that name was, was that was such a good story, Kimberly. I, I was know, crying, dying like. <laughs> And as a kid, I laughed to myself about my grandmother chasing those animals for a solid week. Like I Mm -hmm. would burst into laughter and my mother would knew I was like that. She's like, you're still laughing at your grandmother (laughs) chasing the horses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was hilarious. I I, I know I'd like and again I just feel you because I was on my dad's side I'm like the fourth youngest grandchild out of like 12 and all my cousins were like later high school when uh-huh. I was a young kid so I just I, I know what it's like <laughs> and, so kind of, and then I had a great grandmother on my mom's side that I would ride around with to go see her little lady friends and they all had crazy nicknames too like Toogie and all kinds <laughs> Toogie <laughs> and I think her real name was Ida because I remember stuff like that but Aww. like how does how does this happen <laughs> mm-hmm. my grandmother had a friend named Tully she was the nosiest woman in town um, but she is the reason we discovered the barn was burning one time the shed was burning not the barn because she was sitting she sat in the window all day and oh, so she was the one that called my grandmother's house and said tina the the shed y'all shed is burning oh and my she God. laughed like this she laughed like this oh, <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> people you can people think southerners like make up things no, you can't there's make no reason. Make this shit there's no reason. Y'all don't there's understand no, what we're living nope. with. Nope. For a hundred percent. Nope. Like right. that. <laughs> so weird. Her name, her, her name was beautiful. It was May Julia. Oh, that is wow, that is name. beautiful. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Julia. That is yeah. beautiful. I had an aunt, a great aunt. I never met her. She died before, right. Actually, she died the year I was born or the year before I was born, but she, her name was Dixie, but she was one of those people you couldn't, she couldn't, you couldn't get off the phone when she called. Oh. And so if anyone talked too much, anytime after I was growing up on that side of the family, they called Dixie, like after her, like as like an insult. And I kind of feel bad for my, my aunt Dixie since she didn't have kids like me and <laughs> Hey, we've all got that person in the family that just doesn't that just oh. get them off the phone. You have to be careful when you call them. Like, if you better have time to talk, or if you answer a phone call, you better have that time to talk. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. So now that we've heard the most southern thing that's ever happened to you, um, why don't we get into our main topic? So let's get to know you a little better. So why don't you tell us about some of the places that you have traveled? Oh, gosh. Okay. So when I was in grad school, I spent two weeks in London, about 10 days, not in London. That's not true. I spent about two weeks overall in England, and I spent Mm -hmm. about 10 days to two weeks in Cambridge. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. And then I spent four or five days in Ireland. Mm. And then, and I encourage people to research this program. It's called Pueblo Inglés. It is a program based in Spain, but they also have programs in Italy from what I, what I know about them. And they will pay your room and board for two weeks for you to teach English. And when I tell you it's, it's not teaching, what you're doing is you are having, they kind of create these loose structured opportunities Mm-hmm. for people who are pretty fluent in English to talk to English speakers. So mm-hmm. you may go play games with people or go on a walk and it's in this beautiful oh, um, cool. village outside of Barcelona. 
mm. uh, or Madrid. I may have switched them up. It's outside of a, a an urban place, and <laughs> but we were there for two weeks, and it's all room and board, and you just have to pay to get. You just have to pay for your flight. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And that's all. That's you pretty have to good pay deal. For. It's mm-hmm. pretty good deal. And I, my, the year I went, which is kind of fortuitous, they were, it was all teachers. Oh, cool. So the whole, and one, one time, and then the week before, because they try to keep you in the same industry so they can make sure your vocabulary makes sense for your industry. The week before mm-hmm. it was actors, but it was so much fun. I'm still friends with a lot of those people on Facebook. And it was just, it was, if I encouraged, and I, I would go do that again if my work, was different now where I could take mm-hmm. two weeks off or three weeks off. Mm-hmm. It was an amazing, and I think they have a program in Rome. Oh, nice. It was an amazing experience. So well done, learned so much, made lifelong connections. And I, and I do put, I think they call you a teacher, but it really is like you go play Scrabble with Mandy and y'all go play cards. And you just mm-hmm. create these like lovely opportunities. So that was great. I go on a lot of cruises. So I've been to basically every Caribbean island. Nice, nice. Been all, to Mexico. All the places in the song Kokomo, right? <laughs> Travel goals. <laughs> Travel goals. All of There's a Caribbean island. Um, I went to Costa Rica for my birthday in Ooh. September. Ooh. My birthday is in August. Nice. Went to Costa Rica, mm-hmm. um, which is definitely on the stay longer list now. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And I know we're all still kind of when you if you're listening to this, we're still in the we're not sure kind of COVID days, but I, Costa Rica was pretty easy to navigate and had everything kind of structured as to what, you know, sometimes you have to dig for information. You're like, I don't know what they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do they need from me to enter this country? But they were very clear and very Mm -hmm. easy to navigate. So yeah, I've been to like St. Thomas, Bahamas, St. Martin and St. Martin, because those are two different places on the same island. St. Martin and St. Martin, one is Dutch, one is French. Mm -hmm. And like you can like the, you can see the language change. Where else have I been? You know, various places in the United States. We're Southerners. I've been yeah. to all the good Southern cities worth going to. Well, actually, one of my favorite places in the world is Ocean Springs, and I tell people that all the time. Yeah, I will if I could place. live somewhere else in Mississippi, it would be Ocean Springs. Oh, that's <laughs> well, a, then, that's our hometown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Really I love Ocean and I are from. Yeah, it's official. It's official. You must taste a tater nut. Then you must go <laughs> uh, in. I'm, I'm in. I, you have to the, be in the, convinc- <laughs> the convincing I need is zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love it. Zero. Love it. Oh, yeah. So I, I, that's, you know, and I, what's interesting is I've never been to New York mm-hmm. and every time I think about it, I do run the numbers and I go, yeah, I could be in London. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. to try, I'm going to exactly. go back again, maybe next year. I'm like, mm. Ooh, that, yeah. that's my soapbox with people <laughs> going to Disney. I'm like, if you can go to Disney, you could definitely squeeze an international trip somewhere. Mm-hmm. Cause and Disney is outrageous. You can go any, you can go to Canada, do yeah. some, you know, just leave the yeah. country. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like world traveling is, is such an eye-opening experience and you learn so much about yourself and about the world. Just even just going to Canada, it's so different. You know what I mean? In a lot of ways, you know, I and mean, we've all traveled to a lot of places in Europe and I haven't done much in South America or the Caribbean or Central America even, but Oh, um, I love Panama too. Panama. Oh, yeah. If you if you're like scaredy cat, not sure, 
Mm-hmm. Just go to Panama and Costa Rica. They speak English. The people look like us. It's all going to be kind of the same. But you're going to be different enough that you feel like you've done something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's such great advice. That's such a good <laughs> suggestion. Yes. Because I, I, I'm in the deep end now. I don't know what to recommend to people sometimes with travel. Yeah. <laughs> Mandy's like, I'm going to go to the... <laughs> She's not like, she doesn't care where she goes. She just wants to go somewhere, right. you right. know? Right. Yeah, I don't yeah. either. If you yeah. send me a trip, I will go. Mm-hmm. Yes. If yes. you give Same. me it, I will go anywhere. Pretty fun. Mm-hmm. The oh, opportunity yeah. presents itself. Take yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I have awesome. been to Jamaica and that was one of my, um, I went for school. I took a Caribbean marine biology class, which was the, I think the coolest class anyone could ever take. So yeah, in Jamaica. (laughs) Exactly. So I went to Ocho Rios, Jamaica for a month. And in the mornings we would snorkel reefs all over the city and in different parts of Jamaica. And then the afternoon we'd come back and we would talk about what we saw and like maybe go over a lecture or something like that on what kind of mangroves there are different or corals or different things like that. And, and then I just hung out in Jamaica for a month, you know? So it was absolutely beautiful. I loved it there. I would love to go to all of the Caribbean islands and things like that. Which one was, so out of those, which one was your favorite? That's a hard question, huh? They're all beautiful. I'm sure. Probably my current favorite. Mm-hmm. I have not been to St. Croix because I, I feel like it could usurp it's St. Thomas but St. Thomas is a U.S. territory so it's not mm-hmm. like you, it's not that different but yeah. it was it was I did enjoy that one and is anybody this is I'm totally going left field but I forgot to mention something yeah has anybody been to Croatia on this yeah, I have been to Croatia yeah yeah well my friend got stranded she was doing away that's not the right you you work mm-hmm. abroad and you change yeah. countries every month mm-hmm. oh, okay okay and they got she got stuck in Croatia during the pandemic would you you didn't have to you didn't have to stay yeah you could stay or come back and they would mm-hmm. make sure you were okay if you stayed and mm-hmm. she makes me want to live there oh, oh Croatia's yeah. amazing <laughs> yeah I was I like to- yeah. And yeah. I went to Croatia before it joined the European Union in 2008 as a student. I was a student and I went to, you know, I went to graduate school in Edinburgh. So I did a couple of European trips and that was on the spring break one. And it was so amazing. My family too, a long time. I mean, actually all of us have Croatian, um, we're Croat, like we're descended from Croatian people oh, wow. from the Gulf coast in some way or shape or form. So wow. my family came there like in the late 1800s and we went to the Island of the town Mm-hmm. and it was just amazing it was just such a beautiful place and it's yeah it, it was it was where it was at it was interesting because they were they were weren't on the euro they still had the, it was four to one exchange rate the first time I'd mm-hmm. ever been to a country where the exchange rate was better for us and a lot of wow. places like in split still had like bullet holes in the wall from the you know the conflict in the 80s and 90s between like you know Serbia and all those oh wow you know all that we would hear about in the news when we were growing up <laughs> yeah that's yeah, it was crazy. a yeah, that, that would be beautiful though. Yeah, the water is like crystal clear, but the beaches are not sandy, they're rocky. So like mm-hmm. it's a little it's a little weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kind of like Spain. Yeah, yeah, a lot Spain like Spain, a lot of rock, actually rocky. Oh. At least in Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what about so we know your favorite mm-hmm. um Caribbean island. What is your what is one of your or what is one of your 
most favorite experiences or places that you've been overall out of all of it? That is very unfair. Um, <laughs> you can t- you can choose more than one. You can choose one. No more than three, though. <laughs> um, I loved Madrid. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, good choice. And when and when I hate, I'm kind of a royal. What do you, when you like like royalty things? What do you, what do they call that? It's like a monarchist a, or a, a monarchist. A, a, I was. I don't. It's not like I want you to be keep keep kings and queens in power. But if there's a castle, I'm going. Um, <laughs> That's great. If there's a castle in any town, I am mm-hmm. going. And I hope to see some frou la la. But when I went there, they were redoing the castle because they're uh, monarchs. They're not heads of state or anything, but they're still there. But they're redoing the castle you couldn't get in. So I haven't been to the castle there. And I really liked Cambridge a lot. Like to the point where I think I could have lived there. Mm. Like it was just, you know, I love walkable cities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was like a small town that you could just walk everywhere, but there was, it was, I really, so those would probably be, I mean, a good time is always to be had in London, but it's not, you know, I wouldn't want to be there more than 10 days. I think, I think after that, I'm like, you know what, I've done all I can do. If I had to retire, retire in Panama. There you go. (laughs) There's westernized medicine. It's cheap. You used to could get like a condo with a staff. Or something like fifteen hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And and the Mayo Clinic would would do telehealth for. I've researched this extensively, and I keep making sure it's true <laughs> yeah. about every Make five sure years. It's still there, yeah. I feel yeah. like a backup plan. <laughs> well, you I definitely have, researched this. <laughs> I do have a friend from Panama. She's getting married in May. Nicole, hello, shout out! And <laughs> she, her fam, she still has family there, and she tells me so many cool places that she wants to go or bring me when I, if I, if I ever get to go visit her down, go with her down there, like all these cool islands and all this kind of stuff that she used to do with her family. Yeah. So it sounds like an amazing place and the food is really good. So it is. It's great. That's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Huge my friend, important. my friend D that used to live in the neighborhood. She's from Panama too. Y'all met D. Oh the yeah. Boils. So I can say I've definitely had some experiences that have made me realize that, you know, I'm not in Mississippi anymore. Like, you know, Dorothy, you're not in Kansas anymore, but Mandy, you're not in Mississippi for sure. Um, One experience I had was when I arrived to teach uh, ESL in Vietnam, I was dumped off like down the alleyway instead of closer to my hotel with my like 12 bags. It wasn't that many. It was like four bags <laughs> in the rain and I was in like motorbikes are driving on the sidewalk next to me. And, you know, these dudes are just sitting out, like playing a game under the awning, hiding from the rain. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not in Mississippi anymore. So have you had any moments like that, Kimberly? <laughs> yeah. So I, when I was in Madrid, I'm sure we all use Rick Steve's Europe through the back door to do all the things. I, this lovely Airbnb and he said in the Airbnb there are sex workers on this street they are not dangerous but there are a lot there's a decent amount of them just FYI if that is a problem for you he said they just hang out waiting for whatever next to happen if that is a problem for you let me know you shouldn't go here Mm -hmm. and so I went 
And I guess I didn't really, I read it, but you know how you don't read it? <laughs> like you kind of mm-hmm. read it, like you're like, and then there they were, nice people, but there they were standing. And then about every six hours, the Madrid police would come in and sweep everybody out. Like not arrest them, just turn on their lights and run everybody out. Mm-hmm. So that was an interesting moment. I was like, this is very interesting. And oh, not when we when I was Mississippi, <laughs> yeah, it's not 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 to that where we're just so above not board. Extent, just yeah. right, right. It's like oh, we just are right. like people in um, lingerie on the streets. You got to go to Bourbon for that, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot. It was you got to drive the state border to Louisiana for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it, they were not. He was right. They were not dangerous. They were not a danger to me. But it was an interesting moment. And then then what else? Oh. So when we were in, uh, when I was talking, teaching English at um, Pueblo Inglés, it was very difficult for the Spanish citizens to understand our health insurance. Like they must have asked me an hour's worth of questions. Like they just were very confused by it. They were like, so let me get this straight. You pay to go for insurance. Yes. And you pay to go to the doctor when you get there. What's the insurance for? You know what? I don't know, sir. I'm like, <laughs> I, you, you ask, you ask a good question. I too am confused. <laughs> and so that was interesting. They just had millions of questions about that. And I still, I don't even know if I, I think I understood how England's medical system worked, but I don't think I understood Spain's medical system until then. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Those are the two moments where I was like, I am far away from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And one thing I did notice is that people in England were very nice. <gasps> okay. Yes. I have a really funny story about that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we've been to London and my husband and I, um, we weren't, we were just boyfriend and girlfriend then, but <laughs> we are walking down the street in London and there's some construction workers or road crew workers in the middle of the road. And they've had to block off this street. And this guy comes up in his like fancy car and is like trying to get through. And he's so angry that he can't go the way he wants to go. And he gets out of the car and he starts yelling at the guy, the guy yells back at him. And then he looks at, and then the guy looks at him and he goes, have a nice day, sir. And gets in his car and drives off. That's not how we yell in the States. No. <laughs> that's how goes. Not how it goes. Exactly. Very polite people. That is the nicest thing. You're mad mm-hmm. at this man and you're still <laughs> treating him like a human being. Uh, yeah. And yeah. in Canada, have you uh, have you noticed their um their buses, their shuttle buses and like public transportation? It'll say sorry, the bus is running late or sorry, whatever <laughs> message like on the little <laughs> teleprompter thing that comes across on the bus to tell you what kind you know where you're going on the bus. But oh my gosh, I found that so funny. I think Canadians are very kind too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Boring. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's it. But I found, I don't know, I found the Scottish people there to be more like Southerners to where they're more like warmer than like, oh, they're, yeah. Like they're like, I'm going to be your best friend. Like, here, here, oh. let me make you, you know, a cup of tea or, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Scotland is a, a whole other, a whole other. I've never been to Scotland. World. Oh yeah. I love Scotland. Yeah. That's where I studied for a year, but I've been to Scotland a couple of times. I've been once since I graduated. And then I actually went there before when I was studying abroad. My first international trip was London as well. I did a month 
yeah mm-hmm. studying studying in london with british studies at usm that's so. one we all have in common I haven't been to Ireland and that's one that's high on mm-hmm. my list. That yeah. was my last one I came back from was Ireland in mm-hmm. September. Yeah. Ireland's so fun. <laughs> and you've been too, right, Kimberly? I have been to Ireland. I only stayed like four days and I was walking yeah. down the street. And I must have had a Mississippi shirt on and this guy mm-hmm. scarves dreaming. Elvis! Elvis! <laughs> I was like... Like, and I went at a time when they should warn Americans about it was World Cup. I was not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know about the World Cup. I, I mm-hmm. was a long time ago. I mean, you know, wasn't that long. <laughs> but I was like, why is this like a and, Mardi Gras every day? <laughs> and, and what do we know what? about what do we know what about is, soccer in Mississippi? Is. Let's be real here. <laughs> I was like, it's like a party at every bar. Why does everybody <laughs> have to be a drink? Hi, sir. Thank you. <laughs> I never. I didn't buy a drink all week long. Yep. Yep. That's all. Awesome. Ireland. Awesome. Like that. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> so when I lived in Scotland, good time to be, go. Yeah. Good, or Euro probably. Cup. Now well, I was probably. I was in Spain when they won the Euro Cup in 2012, and that was a fun party. Oh that part they oh party for four days. They party the entire time I was in Madrid. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just sangria flowed on the streets for sure. Yeah, Euro Cup's we a big caught, thing too. Y'all, we caught, was it Euro Cup we caught in Portugal? Do you remember us sitting outside watching the, the soccer game? There was some some game going on. I think it probably, was, it was probably it wasn't Cup? Euro Cup because okay. Euro Cup was in 2012 and we went in 2014. Oh, okay. So okay. I think it was world might, they might have been a uh, qualifier for i would want to go to portugal likely likely portugal's you, fun yes yes you, you do mm-hmm. yes you do um lots learn, of castles learn obrigado and obrigada for thank you and you're set and then also you love wine wine mm-hmm. is cheaper than water in portugal you will love portugal <laughs> mm-hmm. and the people are so nice lots of castles oh. yes the castles. oh yeah i will go to anybody's castle I'm oh, all yeah. about a castle. Oh, you know, I liked Monaco, but it was a little. It's kind of pretentious. And sanitized. It was mm-hmm. like they have curated Monaco. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not that big. It's big as a postage stamp. It was. It was. Uh, yeah, it was all those things. Highly Lucky. curated. I agree. That's a great yeah. way to describe it. It was a highly. It was like they are going to present you the best. They're presenting the optimum Monaco experience mm-hmm. for the tourist. Yep. It was beautiful. It yeah, yeah, it is beautiful. Me and Leah got our, our feet cleaned by fish. Like they were doing, they had a booth oh. by the harbor and they were doing like the fish, like eating your dead skin. Like the fish Man, pedicures. Like, like the fish pedicures. And we, we had to do it. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Our husbands just like sat down, walked around, looked at we all the like, boats mm. and then like sat down and drank a beer while we, while we were just like laughing the whole time while these yeah. little fish tickled our Lovely. feet. <laughs> Yeah, it was funny. Food. People that 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 booth had nobody, but they had a whole line when we left after we were the ones to like mm-hmm. be brave enough to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they should have they should have gave y'all a discount. I think no, so. Right? We were in. They should have. We were. <laughs> we're in the Yeah. I didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think it's probably time for us to take a short break, and we'll be right back with more travel stories from Kimberly and. Here we go. Don't worry. The episode isn't over. We'll be right back after a short break. 
we are back. So Kimberly, our next question is, do you think being from Mississippi or being a Mississippian affects you as a traveler? I'm gonna answer this question because I think it's a little more complex than that. So feel free to cut out whatever you need to. <laughs> I think for the most part, some of the stigma about being from Mississippi is gone. When I first started traveling, people would say, do you have cows? I mean, I kind of did, but that wasn't really what we were talking about. <laughs> I didn't have, have cows. My big mama had cows. Do you have mm-hmm. shoes? You know, it was just weird questions. Mm-hmm. People don't ask those questions anymore because I think uh, the universality of the internet and everybody mm-hmm. else being global citizens, even if we haven't been anywhere, like you just know more about other people than you used to, right? Yeah. Like you, even if you haven't been to, some places like I know a lot about Brazil I haven't been there um so I think that's changed for those of you all who can't tell I'm a brown I'm a brown person what is interesting is many people do not think I'm American interesting or they ask and I'm kind of a lighter complected brown person are you North African are you British or are you American? I have been places and it was clear that they did not think I was American. Oh, wow. And I didn't get treated any differently, but they did not. Now, like when I was in Madrid, uh, the waiters like to practice their English, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would say, are you North African? Or are you uh, American? And they would like want to talk to me because I was American. Yeah. I don't know if they would have talked to me if I was North African because they would figure we both speak in English as a second language. How are we going to help each other in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> it's not helpful. So it's interesting because there is not, I don't have the default that I'm American, mm. which I think works to my advantage because I'm like vaguely brown. Mm-hmm. So I can like pull off any kind of, if I, as long as I don't talk, I can like slip in and like mm-hmm. sneak into a situation and kind of get, I think, a more, um, a, authentic cultural experience mm-hmm. yeah so that's so I think it's different but I do think a lot of the perception of particular of southerners particularly have changed and I also think that's because we had a couple of southern presidents so I think that helps so hearing people who talk like us mm-hmm. on a national stage really does make a difference mm-hmm. you know th- th- we don't sound like hicks we you know in my lifetime we've had three we had two, I mean, I guess George Bush is a Southern president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 I mean, so we've had, you know, Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, George Bush. So I think that all makes a difference. But when I first started traveling, people ask you the strangest question. Mm-hmm. I've actually you know, had was, stranger questions by Americans going North. Ooh, like in DC, like in DC, like odd questions about being from Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, the, the one time I got asked if I wear shoes, I was in New York city. So, yeah, <laughs> but I get, we also get, I get, um, asked if, I've gotten asked if I'm American or British before in France and but um, looking at you, I would definitely ask that question. You yeah. Very European. And my, mm-hmm. it's some, a lot of my heritage. So that's probably mm-hmm. where it's from, but and a lot of times it's uh, who I'm trying to think. Oh yeah. Like with my dark hair, I love going to Spain with my being five, two with dark hair. No one talks to me. If I don't say a word, no one bothers me. 
no trouble. Yeah. I, I never got it confused for being French, though. I, I'm not really? chic enough. Okay. I'm not chic enough for that. Oh. Especially when I went, I was in school still. I was in, I was a freshman in college. So I was like hoodies and jeans all over Europe. And I never cursed. Yeah. That makes no, sense. of course not. <laughs> I would get, I would I'm not chic. <laughs> I'm comfy. Speaking of stuff to wear, what this is something I dork out about. Like I nerd out about this topic. So mm. what are your go-to travel items? Ooh, good. Or question. any travel don'ts. Um, I always try to look like pretty good when I'm traveling, but I also comfort is key. So mm. I have these black pants that are actually cargo pants, but you gotta get up on me for you know the cargo pants because they look kind of good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And a, a great classic piece. black top. And then if, depending on where you're going, you know, you put on a good piece of jewelry. Mm-hmm. Or a scarf. That's like my uniform. Yes. So like black pants, black top. Have y'all seen these shoes called Kicks? It's K-I-K-Z. Kicks. Kicks. Anyway, so. they're new. Yeah. Um, this is a TikTok purchase. I may or may Ooh. not have a problem. <laughs> I need to mind your business. You. <laughs> You don't have to bend over to put them on. You just slip in there. They they target ah. travelers. They target travelers because every commercial I saw was about TSA. Ooh. And how, I mean, and so there are these nice slip-on uh, lace-ups or some of them. I think they have some that aren't lace-ups and they have a cage in the back that it doesn't feel like a cage that all you do is just slip it on. And every commercial for months. Oh, cool. Get through TSA faster. <laughs> And I have worn, and I wear those. Nice. So I can get out of the way. So those, I, I just try to keep it black because I'm going to be eating. I'm going nice. to spill something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I like lots of pockets that zip. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good thing. I yeah. think the, the cargo pants are a really smart choice. And you're going for like the functional, classy, like put together look. I like it. But functional mm-hmm. and comfort being mm-hmm. key. That's, and that's and like having a, a basic yeah. capsule kind of wardrobe that everything goes with everything yes. and yes like sticking with one like uh, a simple color palette is key mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. dressing it up with accessories mm-hmm. you can shove a necklace you can shove a scarf and you, you can, can buy five necklaces off the street while you're there exactly yeah exactly that's some of my favorite items that I have are, are from other countries like that mm-hmm. you know and it's fun because then you wear it while you're there and mm-hmm. it's a memory. A yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that, yeah. that's a really good tip. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you mastered Ooh. packing the carry on? Yeah. And I, I don't attempt to, I've given up. <laughs> <laughs> Not really what I'm here for. I'm here to wear all my good clothes. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So my best friend travels a lot and she's a clothes horse. I am not. Mm-hmm. I am all my things match. I'm clean lines. I am solid patterns. I am a classic shoe. My clothes will be in style from now to when Jesus comes. <laughs> so not that hers won't, but she's always like, this is nautical. And I'm like, yeah, I don't even can't. I can't. Yeah. She has mastered, even as a clothes horse, packing the carry-on, but she has really good luggage, which I'm about to buy. I mean, oh, the vines. No. So she has the away luggage. Uh, that's where I, that's where I rock and too. They, well, okay. But there's another one that's 
starts with an M. Do you know mm-hmm. this one? I don't know. I know. I've heard of it. I just can't think of the name. Well, and the, if you just if you just comparison that way, luggage they're almost exactly the same, except mm-hmm. the one that starts with an M, which we can look up. They don't have all of theirs are hard shell, so they don't have anything that's a little more flexible, which mm-hmm. may be why I end up with the away luggage. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no, I'm not trying to pack, pack all my life in a carry on. Yeah, I just I, I have that. De- I guess just no. I, I mastered that I, after trekking through Europe for three weeks, mm-hmm. and now I like I'm. Mandy has also helped me. She's taught me a lot. I've done, but I've had to do a lot of research on capsule wardrobes, and then mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. I sacrifice certain things, and I have to plan mm-hmm. way ahead. Mm-hmm. all everything Good that I'm going to be able to wear. Yeah. Yeah. And um, now I do have enough clothes on me that if you lose my luggage, I'm fine. Right. There yeah, are enough that's clothes. Smart. In my that's really smart. Yeah. I'm going to be fine. Hard way right. There are, there's enough of, I can survive a couple days on what's in the backpack. That's mm-hmm. good. Katie rocks it. When we went to Europe, Katie's bat, like her uh, big pack wasn't even like full. She'd like used her cinches to like cinch that bitch back. And I'm like, everything, everything I learned, everything I learned, I learned from uh, Leah and Mandy, especially Mandy and like Ed helping us buy our bags. Mm -hmm. And then someone said, so I think it was, well, I think it was Ed said, that just because you have the space, you don't have to fill it. Uh, someone mm-hmm. said that. that. And, I, like and I went and I went challenge accepted. I was like, how condensed can I pack? Because I don't want to be lugging this thing every time we have yeah. to, you know, pick up and go again. So you're also um, pretty my, bag that you my, get, Mandy. Oh, I got the extra large carry <laughs> I'm curious on. too. I'm curious. Extra large, carry. extra large carry on. Huh? Extra large Karen. And we had a bit of a kerfuffle with we were going to get the one that had the ejectable battery and Mm -hmm. the first one they sent us the the ejectable piece was broken so -hmm. they sent us another one without the ejectable battery so I just kept it because the color was limited edition and I wanted the color and then they had actually sent it we kept the battery from the original bag so we have the battery anyway but what I found was if they have to gate check gate check which they have to do all the time at Gulfport anyway we have to carry on that lithium battery anyway. So yeah. I what felt color like did was, you get? It's a light blue. Oh. I can show y'all. It's like my closet right here. <laughs> I'm <laughs> getting the, I'm getting <gasps> one of the greens. I love that color. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this was discontinued, but they do have a green that's really pretty right now. Is well, they have like, a Kelly green that I think is about to go out and not mm-hmm. that dark forest green. I think mm-hmm. it's nice. I love green. I love green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Katie, I, you're uh, a pretty minimalist uh, person in general anyway. Like you tend towards minimalism. I have the, you oh. are not a, a solid color person. Like you, you wear purple patterns. set of luggage and I wear very, I, I wear, I mix patterns that probably shouldn't even go together, but I don't care. I just do it because it's fun and it makes me happy, but I want to, I really did want to share. So as minimal as I am. My, my, my husband is not <laughs> oh, y'all if I tell you, so, okay. Picture this, Kimberly, picture this <laughs> truly picture this. Okay. We, we all have our like felt luggage and I'm calling you out mama Jody and momo Helen. <laughs> y'all are going to get a kick out of the story. They got 
a hold of his of his um, bag and were helping him pack for this trip. And when I say they helped him, every pocket, everything was full to the brim. And this wasn't a regular duffel bag. This was a human body size duffel bag. I could have gotten into this thing twice, zipped myself up. And he he tried to bring this filled bat and backpack across Europe. For a, for a three like week, legit four country, four country. Now that I would learn, I would learn how to do my, I would learn right. how to right. get myself together. Oh yes. Now I will. Now I will interject here information that no one asked me for. I'm a skincare aholic. Ooh, Ooh, tell us, tell us, tell us. I'm very, I'm very, very, very knowledgeable about skincare. Ooh. So um, these are the things that I take for extended periods. I don't take my full arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I take a, a good sunscreen. Smart. Always Thirty-five important. and up, at least. At least for the face. 70 for the bods. I take a retinol. Mm-hmm. Let me retinol with you. I take a color correcting something that kind of makes it look like you have on makeup, but can go day to night. Oh, perfect. Right. One good lip. Decide if it's red or pink. You, be, you make a decision. Right. And mascara and your good moisturizer. Oh, yeah. Now, if you can, if you can, put your vitamin C in there. Nice. But if you can't, take your retinol. Nice. I have, I go to Sephora and get samples. Um, yeah, that's a great idea, actually. And of of things for traveling. And then I save the little containers that they put it in because they work really well for traveling. They don't leak. So I usually, I put mine in those, Um, but you Mm -hmm. can get, you can get like three samples of almost anything in Sephora, like skincare wise, perfume wise. I usually go there before traveling. That's um, a great idea. And, and like, I buy things from there too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But for traveling, I usually just go in there and get something that I want to try or, and then I save them. And now I have a pretty good collection of the little containers. And I usually just use those for my skincare. So I can go in Sephora and say, I want to try that moisturizer. And what do they do? They will, they'll take their tester and they'll, they usually have like this little tub and it screws the cap screws on and you just have to use your finger. And so, and they'll put, they'll fill it up for you, put in a little baggie, write on it, what it is. And then you can do that with three different things. I try not to do it if they're super busy, because I mean, that gets, you know, that's annoying, you know, but I, so I go in like during the middle of the day, um, when there's not a lot of people around and try and and get them to, and talk to them, you know, and then take some of the recommendations or whatever. And I usually try and buy something else maybe that I need to. Right. Um, I mean, I'm there. We know I'm going to buy something, but exactly. I'm exactly. Let's exactly. Let's be honest. Right. I you wish know. they would do that at like, I wish they would, do you know if they do that at Ulta or other places too? Um, no, they don't really do okay. it at Ulta. Ulta will gotcha. do, no, they don't, they don't do it at Ulta. Mo- Sephora. Yeah. Sephora. Yeah. It's Got Sephora. It. Yeah. I think they used to do perfume samples at Ulta, but they don't do that anymore. They just, you just have to do it on the little stick, but that's a really good tip. And, but I really like doing that. Now I have a full collection of those little bottles and I just pump it in like my, my, I have a, a good like serum tinted serum that I use for my foundation. (gasps) And I pump that in, Mm -hmm. I use like my face wash. I have, I put Mm -hmm. in one because my, and 
the only thing I bring that's pretty big is my face sunscreen Mm -hmm. because that's a three ounce bottle anyway that I use. So Mm -hmm. I always bring a full one of that because I'm, unless I'm going for like a couple days, but I always bring a full one of those. So, so I am burning to ask, Mm -hmm. where do you want to go next? Well, where I would like to go next, but it's probably not going to (laughs) happen. So I'd like to do a Europe. I did a European cruise that was super fun, but like do Europe kind of hopping to a couple of countries I haven't been to kind of in that Croatia area. Oh yeah. yeah. Every time I try to book that, you know, the EU decides I'm a threat. I'm not, I'm not. So, <laughs> <laughs> when I say I'm a threat, they decide that America's our problem. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, so my fingers are kind of crossed that I can do that next. My next trip I have booked is a cruise. Nice. And I only booked this cruise because it was so ridiculously cheap. And I take a cruise at least once a year. And I'm a travel agent and mostly to get discounts and like get the back. I like I like the tours, I like knowing what are the recommended things, like all that stuff. Because it's going to Key West. And that is oh. on my bucket list. Key West is fun. Ooh. It's on my bucket list. I'm a bit, you know, I'm gonna do all the Hemingway stuff. I'm gonna do everything ridiculously touristy. I'm gonna drink a dac, the Hemingway daiquiri. I'm gonna go see the cats. I'm gonna do all the things. Eat the conch um, fritters. Eat the conch right, fritters. fritters. I am so excited. So that's where I'm going next, and I'm sure I'm going somewhere. I'm probably going to the Bahamas, Jamaica, somewhere. But I booked the cruise out of New Orleans mm-hmm. because, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, because um, the cruise prices right now and what are we? April 2022. Whenever you're listening to this are insane and if you've ever just been like because you're it's a loss leader like if you don't yeah. like it you've lost so very little at this time period in life <laughs> so wow. um but yeah next year I hope I can get some Europe in but if not nice. I'll, maybe I'll try to go back to Costa Rica for a week or two nice that's nice. such a smart tip the um taking a cruise to kind of get you out and break you out of your shell if you're if you're nervous to travel right because yeah it's, kind of it's like a control thing yeah you can like yes. go out structure walk around yeah. say whatever and yeah. walk around the European town if you've never been right. to Europe I think if cruises and you're a little nervous Right. I think a cruise is a good entryway because mm-hmm. you get off, you go do Rome and then you've kind of figured, and you also kind of figure out what you don't like. Yeah. You're like, I don't right. like this place. I do not yeah. want to go back to this. So then next year I'll do a week in this place I really love. Right. Mm-hmm. That yeah. you got to kind of sample almost right. on your right. cruise. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Any, anyone else have any uh, ideas of where they want to go next? Um, Mexico is calling to me y'all. I really want to go to Mexico City. But also Love New Orleans, it. speaking of New Orleans again, Spirit has a dirt cheap flight to Cancun that I'm tempted. Go, go, go. I am so tempted. Cancun is one of my favorite Okay, places. cut this part out. How much is dirt cheap? Tell me. Well, what, like what? one, like 160 both ways. That's dirt cheap. That is dirt cheap. I could buy Orleans. that right now. <laughs> like for both directions. Yes. Round trip. Wow. Now I've seen... Yeah cheaper i've seen like 70 80 but not right now i have seen cheaper but yeah yeah. yeah, i i'm like i was like i really i'll do sky scanner every couple of days Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i just look at what's cheapest the next three months leaving out of gulfport new orleans Mm -hmm. just to see what what's up i did see for april a a flight to spain for 350 leaving out of gulfport like (laughs) to barcelona that wasn't 30 hours i was shocked wow I need to get on that for Phoenix and Mm -hmm. start looking from Phoenix. 
Mm-hmm. I think my next big, big trip, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to look at that app and see what I can get the cheapest. Yeah. It'd go there. <laughs> yeah. So you're not spending too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my, I have several potential trips coming up. Nothing like concrete, of course, because I need to go visit. Um, I have some cousins who live in Thailand, so I really want to go visit them. And these are just international things that I'm talking about right now in the United States. I think we're going to probably go home next, maybe sometime this summer, but, and then some other road trip things that we want to do, but outside of the United States, it's Thailand and then Morocco, because I have a friend from Morocco. Hello, Shaima. And (laughs) she listens to all of our podcasts. Morocco Uh, is a country. (laughs) It's a country. And she And so she's invited us to come visit, but I have to wait for that one until it's, I, I'm not going to get stuck in Morocco because Mm -hmm. they like to close their borders. And she actually got stuck here this Mm -hmm. over the Christmas Mm -hmm. holidays out. She was a Fulbright scholar here studying for what was supposed to be six months. And she got stuck here for an extra, almost three months because two days before she left, they closed their borders. It has to do with COVID numbers in their country. So they have pretty strict rules about, they just close the borders until numbers are better. And then they open them back Mm -hmm. up again. Yeah. I guess locked down, locked down. Luckily it worked out for her for the most part, you know, she didn't get to go home as soon as she wanted to. So she missed her family for a little longer, but she did get to see her sister who was stuck in Paris as well. So, oh, darn right now. <laughs> but <laughs> right, we, right. We, the best of it. we did a lot of fun things and, and stuff while she was here. We went to see a drive-in movie and a couple oh, other cool. set, things like that. So it worked out, but that's one of my future trips, that one. And and Thailand, I think are the two next ones. I would also really like to go to Italy and Greece with my husband, but those will probably I would be love yeah, to go Greece, to Greece has been calling me too. I would love to go to Greece mm-hmm. too. I know. I binged all three or four seasons of the Durrells and Corfu. So now I'm all about like going to Greece. <laughs> uh, we oh, wanted to go to food, Greece and Italy for our honeymoon. And the people and the everything. Mm-hmm. Oh but Hawaii was cheaper. So at the time, Hawaii was way cheaper and I, cause we're on the West coast. And so I was like, oh yeah, Hawaii, you know, <laughs> I was like, that works. <laughs> That's a good honeymoon spot. <laughs> so we got the, the ticket, the flight prices were way too cheap. We got both of our tickets for one, um, for the price of one ticket to Italy from here. So I was like, yep, that's what we're doing. <laughs> so. Awesome. I would like to go to Mexico, but a different part. I've been to Cancun a bunch now, which I love. And I would go back any day, but Tijuana or Oaxaca for like a foodie trip. Oh my mm. gosh. Yes. I would Oaxaca go to Tijuana to get some stuff done to get some surgery. Y'all have to call me back over. <laughs> right. Some, some lip filler for me. <laughs> That's what I want. Right. That's what I want. That's what I want. Y'all would have me like, oh. A little, a little something here and a little something here. <laughs> I'm right there with you, Kimberly. <laughs> That's not too far of a drive um, from here. Kate. I love, I love Mexico. And I also kind of want to go back to um, 
San Diego. There's like the San Diego Museum San Diego. of Art. I, I want to see. San Diego. Uh, I just went there with um, with Brady for uh, like a week, and it was great. It was so much fun. We did all the touristy stuff, and we went to the zoo, and you know, I I, I just loved it. It was great. But uh, yeah, I'd love to go back there and see some other stuff. There. Oh, I lied. My next <laughs> international trip. I'm going to Mexico. I'm going to Mexico this summer. <laughs> it's, I'm so it's, jealous. So I'm in, I'm in Phoenix. Um, and so Mexico's not too far from us. And there's like a little beach town called Rocky Point that everybody in Arizona kind of vacations in. And so I'm going this summer for a bachelorette party in June Fun. that I forgot. Oh my about, gosh. But, that yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah. Cool. So okay. I am doing that. That'll be fun. Cool. So uh, thank you so much, Kimberly. Now is the time that you get to shine and share all the things <laughs> that you are up to and how, how our listeners can follow you and keep up with you on social media. So, so yeah, you can find me on Instagram at teacher Kimberly cooks. That's where I share my most favorite recipes. And I share like when I go places, if I'm on a cruise, I share, I go to my stories, I share all of that good stuff. I'm also a Pampered Chef consultant, so I'm always cooking something and giving away recipes and talking about food. What else do I talk about? I talk a lot about skincare. Nice. <laughs> we love skincare. It's <laughs> always some skincare something. And usually a friend of mine was like, how do I have to find out all these hacks by watching your Instagram? How come I just don't know this by knowing you? <laughs> I feel like my Instagram audience is there for that. And my friends don't want me pulling out my latest concoction out of my purse. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel. So, and I am a travel agent. I typically, I am happy to give you all the free advice for you're going somewhere and it's two or three people, particularly for cruises. It's probably, you know, and I'll help you make the best of it. My expertise is groups, but I, I will answer any questions you have about going anywhere or any fear you have. I will help you navigate that process. I am, I am a, a wealth of unsolicited opinions. So yeah, that's about me. But yeah, come follow me because we just have a good time on my Instagram. Nice. That sounds like a fun time. It for has sure. truly been lovely having you on. Thank you so much for sharing your travel stories. They were phenomenal. And we'll have to have you back on again if you go somewhere new and want to share. Okay. So yeah. So I hope all of you have the travel bug now and you want to go travel somewhere. It's been great to do this travel series because this will be a series. We'll, we'll have some more travel episodes later on. So thank Thank you guys for listening and go follow us on social media as well at don't tell momo on all the platforms right and our don't tell momo magnolia lounge on facebook so we'll see you next time thank y'all bye for more stories and all things southern please subscribe to our podcast on apple podcast or wherever you find your podcast you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and other social media platforms at Don't Tell Momo. We would like to give a big thank you to David Sewell for the original music. Thank you to all of our Momos who have inspired us along the way. And thank you to Anchor for your incredibly user-friendly site.